Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to the first episode of the Kind of Conversations podcast. And I'm so excited um, to finally get into our first um, episode, first topic. Is it a first topic? I don't know. I think it's a first episode. Um, and I'm your host, Kostisa Tole, as I've said in the intro. And I'm so, so ready to get into this topic because it's something that I have experienced, still am experiencing and conquering um, by faith through the word of God. So it's something that I think we all go through. And before we get into that, you know what? Please let your friends know that the kind of conversations that has been happening on Instagram is now on a podcast and just connect your friends, connect the people you know, because we're going to be having amazing conversations, um, conversations that encourage us, that encourage us as young people to just grow our relationship with God, to deepen it and actually just resonate with everyone because the conversations and the guests that are going to be here are going to just be sharing their own experiences of being a young Christian and what we go through. Young, not as in young in the faith, but being a young person in the age we live in. Um, And just relatable conversations, man, because I really believe that there is a need to create a community where we're actually real about what we go through as young people um, and as children of God and see what the word says about that. Get into the word of God. What is the word of God saying about our experiences and how can we conquer that through the word of God? So today, I'd like to just put out the statement that... uh, Today, I'm going to give you guys um, a solution and kind of like something to conquer, like a plan to conquer um, what we know as the imposter syndrome, something that is works, that works for me, and I'm sure it will work for you too. So before I go into further rambling on, <laughs> um, let me just get into giving you guys a topic of today's conversation. So sometimes, guys, before I get into it, I'll be writing solo like just sharing the word and in other cases i'll be having conversations with the best people um and just engaging in on different topics like i said earlier so let's get into it so today's topic um is rest assured okay and by rest assured i mean trust and believe i know we know that saying we all know that saying so rest assured rest assured in this like today what i'm sharing Um, And it's basically also God saying to you, rest assured, be sure. That's what this saying means. Be sure that this is a fact. So what I'm about to go through the word I'm going to read, it's a fact, y'all. It's a fact. It's the truth. And if you apply these principles, because it's worked for me, if you apply the word of God and these principles I'm going to share today, not really principles, but um, things that I'm applying in my life, um, it would definitely work for you too, because the word of God, sorry, is a powerful, powerful tool. It does not come back without doing the work it has been sent out to do. So um, just trust and believe that God is going to work through your life, through um, what I'm about to share today. So today we're going to be talking about, like I mentioned earlier, fighting the imposter syndrome and being confident in the spaces God has called you in, which is why this topic is rest assured. Okay. Um, what is the imposter syndrome? I think we've all heard about this word called the imposter syndrome, this phrase, I guess, of the imposter syndrome. And basically the definition of it is doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. Feeling like a fraud, guys. Um, 
It's self-explanatory. And I love that part where it says doubting your abilities. Your abilities. It's basically doubting that you belong in a space, that you can do something you're tasked to do. Um, Just trusting yourself, trusting yourself to do something. And usually imposter syndrome comes when you are faced with a new challenge, if you're starting something new, if you're tasked with something that you thought you couldn't really do because maybe you lack experience, maybe you don't have that qualification. Um, more so experience though. It's more. It has more to do with one lacking confidence in themselves because maybe they feel unqualified to do something. So that's what imposter syndrome is. Um, and it's something that I've experienced and especially as someone who started Candid Conversations um, I like a page, you know, a page where I engage with people and I conversate. It's something that I had never done before. And it really was, it took a lot of God just like encouraging me, um, close friends, a close friend encouraging me to do it and just follow what God has put on my heart and doing it and bringing it to life. So the imposter syndrome is real. Like it's not just a phrase that just exists. And today I'm here to say that God can conquer the imposter syndrome, guys. It's it sounds like a fancy phrase, um, like that that sounds like a disease, you know, like a syndrome. Not well, there are syndromes. Like um, what is the syndrome called? Why am I forgetting this? Guys, I can't remember the types of syndromes they are. But anyway, um, it is it is it sounds like a word that can attach itself to your identity, you know, because a lot of people I hear a lot of people in a lot of quotes read that um read of the imposter syndrome like yo i'm suffering i'm suffering from the imposter syndrome um and today i'm just here to let you know that god can conquer the imposter syndrome okay and rest assured in the certainty that god is one who can conquer the imposter syndrome and rest assured in who god says you are but before i get ahead of myself let me just go step by step okay so yeah, like I was saying, the imposter syndrome is something that I also felt when I started Candid, um, not feeling qualified or experience, like having enough experience actually speaking and engaging with people. Um, I just, it took me a while, guys. And even now, I think God just like gave me this perspective of living it, like walk in what I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to do right now, you know, because I, I felt like I was a guest, you know, like when you, when you're doing something, but you're not really immersing yourself in it. I felt like I was also a guest. I don't know if that makes sense. Like when someone comes to your house, obviously they won't be really comfortable if, especially when they come into your house for the first time, they're not fully comfortable in your space because it's not their space. So that's how I felt uncandid in the beginning. I was like, but this is not something I've done before. So how could I possibly, um, you know, do it freely and feel comfortable in it? And it takes so much prayer and so much of trusting God to start something new. Trust me, it takes so much of just believing that God is calling you to something. So um, that's my experience with kind of conversations. And recently, God just put it on my heart of how he has equipped me for this. He has given me everything I need for every season I'm in. He has given me everything I need for kind of conversations. The voice I have, the way I speak, the words I speak, everything God 
has given it to me. Like God has given me the ability to do it. And you know, sometimes we look at ourselves and we like, oh, it's my personality or it's the way I speak. Maybe it's not good enough. Maybe I don't sound good enough. Maybe I don't look the parts, you know, because I'm looking at other people who are doing the same thing. Maybe I don't look the parts. I don't sound like who it, someone else or this person who inspires me. But God just kept saying, but I gave you this. Like, this is who you are. This is who you are. I made you like this, you know. Um, and it, I know it sometimes feels like um, a cliche to say, to be like, um, this is how God made me, he has equipped me for this, God made me like this, so I'm going to go out and do it. Sometimes it's not a go out and do it attitude. Sometimes you're just like, God, I can't get myself out of this rut uh, or this feeling of feeling like even who I am. Like, I can't stand the way I speak. Um, well, not me, I'm just making an example. But like, some someone can say, I can't stand the way I speak, Lord, but you're asking me to do this, how can I? And then you get stuck in your ability, how you speak or how you look or not looking the part. So all that to say, God is able to help us through our feelings of doubting ourselves, through our feelings of the imposter syndrome. God is able to take us out of that because I really believe the imposter syndrome is like an imprisonment of some sort. It imprisons you to your abilities like our abilities guys let me just start here our abilities limit us okay our abilities are not enough to help us through get through any challenge in any situation i don't care you can have a doctorate you can be a professor you can have 10 years experience there will always be a circumstance or a challenge that may be greater than your abilities so why rely on our own ability you know we should just rely completely on god's ability and what came to my mind is that, like I said earlier, God changed my perspective of how I saw Kedad, of how I saw myself. You know, God is not trusting your ability in whatever he's calling you to do. He's trusting his ability in you. He's trusting himself. He has confidence in himself in you to do what he's calling you to do. So, yeah, that's the first thing I want to get to, that when God says in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord with all your hearts. Do not rely on your own wisdom. Um, submit your plans to him. Like God is saying, trust in me. Don't rely on your own understanding. Like don't lean. It says don't lean on your own understanding. Our own understanding is not enough. Our own wisdom, <laughs> as if we have wisdom. But anyway, our own wisdom is not enough. It's not enough to sustain us or to get us through a challenge or to conquer something or to rise to the challenge. Why? Because our wisdom, our knowledge, our experience, the things you've acquired, it can be through your education, your degree, whatever thing you have is fickle. It's fickle because it cannot stand the test of time. And by that, I mean, whatever we have um, cannot sustain us. Like our, our knowledge cannot sustain us. Confidence in ourselves cannot sustain us because they are tied to how we feel and because they are they are tied to circumstances changing. So if today I wake up and I feel like okay, go see, um, you can do this. You know, you can, you can conquer this day. You can ace this presentation. You can do well in this. And I feel good. You know, but what if tomorrow I wake up and I, and I have another presentation and and I don't feel good and I just rely still on my own ability. So that's why we have to rely completely, change our perspective and change our focus. If we want to conquer 
this feeling of the imposter syndrome and just conquer the feeling of doubts change your perspective completely and rely on god guys rely on god's ability in you god has given us the word which is full of his promises which is full of tools he's given us to use to actually be ready for any task be ready for any challenge that um we may face um, and basically, we should rely on God's word and rely on the unchanging truth of the word of God because it remains the same, y'all. It remains the same and God's word is powerful. Imagine every morning affirming yourself that you can do all things through Christ. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you feel like it or not, but the word of God still says, I can do all all things not some things not do things when i feel like it it says i can do all things through christ so i just wanted to say to you today that allow god to be your strength allow god guys to be your strength because one thing i realized in my life especially when i'm making an example of candid because it's the most vivid and recent example of something that i really had to trust god for um you have to be able we have to be able to get out of the motion of just knowing god's word and speaking god's word all that is good but this power guys this power in applying god's word apply pressure apply pressure apply pressure by applying god's word and i realized that i know this verse i know this verse that says i can do all things through christ in philippians four thirteen. like we all know that verse but do I apply it when I feel doubt? Do I apply it? Do I really, really apply it and speak to myself, encourage myself in the Lord and be like, yo, Uncle, see, you can do all things through Christ. Like, I mean, you can do everything through Christ who gives you strength. And an affirmation that I got from this verse is that I am capable. I am capable. And I even have it on my wall that God has equipped me for this season and task. I am capable. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ. And we need to apply God's word very, very um, intensively. Like apply it wherever we are. We feel that um, imposter syndrome and we feel that spirit of doubt creeping up or that, that spirit of feeling uncertain or just like doubting ourselves. Sorry, guys, my phone, um, phone stand fell. Sorry um, if you hear that thump. Um, so, yeah, that's what I wanted to say, that allow God, guys, to be your strength. Allow God to be your strength because sometimes we don't allow God to be our strength because we rely on our own abilities. And then I'd like us to go to Psalms 139, 13 to 17. And I'm just going to summarize this verse. Um, basically, here... God is saying to David that I formed you. I formed you in your mother's womb, you know? And it says towards the end, I have numbered. All your days are before me. They are numbered. Like, God knit us together. He knit you together. He knit you together in your mother's womb. womb. God knows who he made. He knows your abilities. He knows every single thing about you. He knows what you're capable of. He knows how to maximize your skills, maximize your talents, maximize your weaknesses. And I love, um, I love, I love this verse that says, sorry guys. Um, I love this verse in Psalms because it gives me perspective. It gives us an understanding that God is, God is, God is on top of it. God is in tune. Like God has everything in his hand. He has everything about our lives in his hand and 
when we doubt ourselves, we should remind ourselves that actually God made me. God made me like this for a reason. The way I talk, the way I walk, the way I act, God designed me for such a time as this. So whatever space you step in, remember that God made you who you are for a reason and that he's going to make that work for you. He's going to make it work for your good. You are not a mistake. You are not made by God mistakenly. God doesn't make mistakes. His word says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Imagine you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Like God doesn't make someone out of, um, by accidents or just out of not thinking about it through. No, God took his time with you. The way you do stuff, that is God's plan. That God, God was intentional when he made you. He was intentional about making you, about making you the way you are. So yeah, that's, that's another thing that I wanted to remind you guys that God, God made you who you are for a reason and you are perfect the way you are. You are capable the way you are. You are, there is nothing you can't do like just being yourself. So always remember that God made you who you are for a reason and being yourself is actually the best way to show God's ability in you. Because when you're yourself, someone else can relate. Someone else can see you being uniquely you and be like, oh, like the way she does things is so uniquely her. And that's how I want to do it too, by being myself. So yeah, I hope that makes sense, guys. Um, And I also wanted to go into Exodus Exodus 3, I'll read a few verses um, in Exodus 3 and also in Exodus 4. And here, God was giving um, Moses a command. I think we all know this verse. God was giving Moses a command to go um, to go to Egypt and, and let the people know that God is going to deliver them. I'm trying to remember what this, um, summarize this chapter properly. Um, and, and let the people know um that he that he's gonna lead them out of egypt so basically um in verse 10 okay exodus 3 verse 10 it says now go for i'm sending you to pharaoh you must lead my my people israel out of egypt so that's what god asked moses to do that's the command he gave moses but guys moses had so many moses had so many reasons why he shouldn't be the one to do it he had an imposter syndrome moment. He had a, a doubting of himself, doubting his abilities. And what I wanted to say is, please, please, you can doubt your own abilities, please. <laughs> if you feel like, because the imposter syndrome will make you doubt your own abilities. You can doubt your own abilities, but be confident in God's ability in you. That's what you can be confident in. Because the places God has called us in are not about us, are not about us getting any praise they are about god getting the glory so that's why i'm saying we need to change our perspective ask god to change your perspective of a particular area he's calling you into the way you see yourself ask god to give you a um a perspective of seeing yourself the way he sees you um what we have to do is just to do our best and then allow god to do the rest so like I said, the places God has called us into are not about us getting the glory, but they are about God getting the glory. So you don't have to walk in fear. Just walk in faith and, and assuredness of who God says you are. So now we're just going to go into Moses. We're going to go into, like I was saying earlier before I sidetracked, <laughs> um, in Exodus 3. So 
Let's go into Exodus 3, 10 to 12. It says, now go, now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out, out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, who am I to be, appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people out of Egypt? God answered, this is verse 12, I will be with you and this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you when you have brought the people out of Egypt. Okay, now this is the first part where, where, where Moses doubts God. He says, who am I in, in verse 11? Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? Here, Moses is questioning his identity. Now he's completely forgot of who God says he is. He's completely, he's like us. He's like me. Um, he's like us sometimes when we forget who God says we are in his word. When we forget that God says, I can do all things through Christ. I can do, I can do everything through Christ. Um, he's forgetting who God says he, uh, he is. And God is reminding him in verse 12 that I will be with you. That God's presence is all you need. Everything you need to do what he's calling you to do. You don't need to rely on your own strength. You don't need to rely on your own abilities. You just need to rely on God's ability and strength. So God responds to Moses with a reminder that I will be with you. It's not, do not be confident in your own ability, your identity and who you are. Your, your identity doesn't come from you, Moses. It comes from me. It comes from me, my presence, okay? And God is reminding him, my presence is enough, you know, and the word of God says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power works best in weakness. Here, Moses is losing um, perspective. He's losing hope by feeling like, but I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And God is saying, my presence will be enough for you. So I just wanted to remind you with that verse that wherever you're going, when you feel the spirit of doubt, like, and you feel like you are not sufficiently equipped for whatever task, or whatever thing you're equipped to you're called to do remind yourself go back to exodus 4 no exodus 3 verse 11 to 12 and be like moses no be like god actually not moses um be like god and remind yourself when you feel that doubt because it, it happens guys it happens that you feel that doubts those thoughts that don't align with who god says you are remind yourself that god's presence is enough if god is with you in whatever you're doing it's sufficient. It's sufficient to carry you through anything. So that's what I wanted to say, that know that God's presence, if you are called to do something and God is giving you a platform, big or small, wherever you are, it can be leading your Sunday school um, service. It can be being an MC at a family event. Listen, God is with you. And if God is with you, you can do anything. Like there's nothing you can't do. So rely on God's presence and not your own abilities. And then if you go to Exodus 4, if you go straight up to Exodus 4, well, I'm saying straight up because my Bible is showing me <laughs> um, kind of like the top part of my Bible is showing me chapter 4. Okay. Okay. Let me just read. So Exodus 4 verse 1. Okay, this is when God gave Moses another command. Like, okay, no, wait. Wait, wait. Okay, so we read Exodus 3, 10 to 12, right? Where Moses had, God had commanded Moses and Mo Moses doubted. All right, Moses doubted. And then in chapter 4 now, God is saying, but Mo God is saying, um, 
still encouraging Moses to do this. God is still encouraging Moses, go, go and tell, go and tell my people that I will lead them out. You know, I will lead them out. I will lead them out of Egypt, the people of Israel. Go and tell, and tell them that. But Moses doubts again. And in, in, in chapter 4, it says, Exodus 4 verse 1, But Moses protested again, What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Then the Lord asked them, What is that in your hand? Now, in verse 1, chapter 4, verse 1, Moses is doubting again. He's saying, what if they don't believe me? He's still relying on his own abilities. And guys, this is us. Moses is me. Moses is us, guys. <laughs> He's still relying on his own ability and saying, what if? You know, like, what if they don't believe me? What if they don't believe that you actually said this to me? You know? And sometimes we're like, oh, what if they don't like me? What if they don't think I'm good enough? And God is saying, I'm going to give you signs. He's basically giving him a sign. He gives him two signs. The first one is the shepherd's staff that turns into a snake. He says, he says in verse three, throw it down on the ground. The Lord, the Lord told him. So Moses threw it down, threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab it, grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob really has appeared to you. Then the Lord says to Moses, now put your head inside your cloak. This is the second sign God gave Moses to remind him that you don't have to rely on your own ability, Moses. You don't have to rely on your own strength. In fact, you don't have to rely on people's um, assuredness or confidence in you. Like you don't have to rely on that. You just have to rely on the confidence that is in me to actually do what I'm commanding you to do. You just have to do it. And then God gives him another sign in verse six. Then the Lord said to Moses, now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses puts, puts his hand inside his cloak. And when he took it out again, his hand was white as snow, white as snow with a severe skin disease. Now put your hand back into your cloak. The Lord said, so Moses put his hand back in and when he took it and when he took it out again it was as healthy as the rest of his body. Okay. Um and now God is reassuring Moses in verse 8 that if they don't believe the first sign they don't believe the second sign um then he will turn the Nile river into blood on the ground. So he's now telling Moses giving it, giving him an opportunity to grow his faith. He's like Moses, I'm giving you confidence in my abilities by giving you two signs. Two signs you can actually um, show people that actually God, God, is, God is actually going to do what he said he would do by commanding me to let you know this message that I'm telling you. You know, God is giving him confidence in his ability. And what I love about God in this verse is that God is not giving up on Moses. He's not giving up on Moses. He's still encouraging Moses to actually do what he said he would do, what he says he should do. So basically, God is believing in Moses. He's, he has confidence in Moses because he made Moses. He designed Moses the way he is, right? And he, he's giving, them, giving him the confidence that you don't have to even rely on your own strength, Moses. You just have to do what I'm telling you to do. You just have to do your best. And that's the thing about God, guys. He doesn't stop. He, pursue, he pursues us. He encourages us. You know, he pushes us to actually 
live out and do what is calling us to do and just be who he's calling us to be by encouraging us. Even when we feel that sense of doubt and we feel that sense of not being confident. And then we move on to verse 10. Um, basically, okay, let's stop at verse 8. So in verse 8, the, the Lord said to Moses, if they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if they don't believe you or listen to you even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile River and pour it out on the dry ground. When you do, the water from the, from the Nile will turn to blood on the ground. Verse 10, but Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been and not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I will get tongue-tied and my words will get tangled. Child, how many of us have felt that feeling of, God, I really can't do this presentation. You know how weird I am, Lord. You know how I stutter. You know, what will people think? And God responds to Moses, right? In verse 11, he says, The Lord asks Moses, questions i mean god was like coming for moses here the lord asks moses who makes a person's mouth who decides whether people speak or do not speak hear or do not hear see or do not see is it not i the lord now go i will be with you as you speak i'll be i will instruct you in what to say child god was like actually moses let me remind you who the maker is okay let me remind you who made you let me remind you who has ability and so throughout this like throughout chapter 4 exodus chapter 4 we see moses doubting himself doubting his ability and god reassuring him that actually moses trust in my ability forget about what you can do forget about whether you stutter or not forget about whether you qualify for this or not god is just saying moses there's enough my grace is sufficient for you. Like even your weaknesses, even what you think is not good enough, even what you think is not perfect. God is saying, Moses, I've equipped you for this. Um, I've, I've, I'm entrusting you with this. Okay. I trust my ability in you. And this is what God is saying to us all the time when we feel doubt and we're not allowing him to be our strength. God is constantly saying over us, trust in me. You know, like he said to Moses, Moses, I will be with you. I'll be with you as you speak. You know, I'll be with you everywhere you go. And I, it's just a reminder. I'm thinking of this verse that says, in him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. Everything about us, like wherever we go, God is with us. So remember that God is with you in whatever season or whatever task he's given you to do. And trust and believe that he is going to do it in your life, okay? Um And... You can read um, chapter 4 and go further down. But then in verse 14, the Lord becomes angry with Moses. Because Moses, in 13, he was like, but Moses pleaded, Lord, please send anyone else. And God was like, Moses, can you still not see after um, I've given you so much signs, I've given you assuredness that you can do this. Can you still not see that you are called to do this? I, you don't even have to rely on your ability. Be confident in me. So Moses becomes angry. And, 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 and lets Moses know that I will send your brother instead. I will send your brother with you. You know, I will, I, will, I will talk to him and put the words in his mouth. But he says, I will, be with, I will be with both of you as you speak. This is verse 15. So all this to say, guys, God, God knows you're going to doubt. 
God knows we're going to feel like undeserving because I mean, I mean, it happens. Okay. And it's also because like I said, what we, our abilities and our, yeah, our abilities, our knowledge limits us. It's a limiting factor. It's not, it's not something that we can rely on. So God is saying, my presence is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. The same words he was speaking to Moses, he's speaking over us. So basically, that's what I wanted to say, that rest assured, rest assured that wherever God has called you in, the spaces he has called you in, be confident. Where where do we get this confident? The word of God. We get this confident by affirming ourselves through the word of God, speaking it to yourself, encouraging yourself. Um, Yeah, so I hope this, this word encourages you. I hope it helps you to conquer um, the imposter syndrome in whatever area of your life you feel like it's something you're dealing with. I hope it encourages you to remember that God has equipped you for this season. God has given you a powerful tool, which is his word. And the moments we act on it, we activate. Like we activate the power of the word, the moments we act on it. So yeah, um, I hope this made sense, guys. And thank you so much for listening to this first episode. And I'm so excited to get into other episodes and conversations with you guys. Remember to subscribe and be part of the community and share this podcast episode with anyone else who needs it or anyone else who's going through an experience of starting something new and needs some encouragement. And I will catch you guys on kind of conversations on Instagram. If you're not there yet, you can always be part of that community as well. And yeah, I'm so excited for this season, guys. Okay, this will be season one. I'm saying seasons now, okay? Um, Thank you, guys. And I love you guys so much. Bye.